Hey everybody, welcome to my podcast, Hustle. I'm your host, Christian Reyna, and this is a place where you can listen and learn about a new mindset. This podcast is not just meant for athletes, it is meant to teach others how to endure their inner hustle and tap into their new mindset. By tapping into your new mindset, you will be able to achieve anything you put your mind to, learning how to train your mind to handle anything thrown its way. Now buckle up, because it's time to hustle. Welcome back, Hustler listeners. It's your boy, Christian Reyna. Back, I had to find a new way and some new stuff to talk about. Today, we're going to be talking about Legacy by James Kerr. It's a, I would say it's a self-improvement book. Um, and it kind of talks about leadership in a way that young leaders and inspiring captains need a little bit of guidance in their life. And I feel like this book right here is something that's helped me and kind of guided me to be the person and the player I want to become. Um, so, here we go. I'm here with my two best friends, AJ and Remy. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guys. How you guys doing? Uh, I'm AJ Haynes. Uh, I'm a junior at Hood College. I'm on the baseball team, and I'm just I'm just glad to be on this podcast. Thank you, Christian. Yeah, man. Hi, this is Remy Shaver. I'm a sophomore at Hood College, and I'm also on the baseball team. And I just want to say thank you, Christian, for having me on the podcast. Of course. I won't get into the nitty-gritty like I normally do with everybody else that I kind of have on this podcast. I feel like that's for another topic, and you guys should be mentally prepared for those type of questions. But let's get right into it. So, chapter one is about character and I'm gonna just relay I'm pretty much gonna read what I've highlighted and I kind of want to ask your opinions about it um it says here and excuse me if I butcher this because this is Samoan um dialect wahio mate tangata emihi and that's that means let someone else praise your virtues so right there off the bat I think as if like we're doing a bible study right we're kind of just talking about the word that's written and how do we break it down for ourselves to understand. So I'm gonna read that again. Let someone else praise your virtues. So for me, I kind of see that as not boasting on your achievements, letting them speak for themselves and just allowing your credibility to build without you having to voice it via word. I don't know if you guys have any inputs on that. I think a big thing, just to go off of that, uh, being humble. I think that's a big thing that you mentioned just now. Um, you know, you don't want to be overconfident. You don't want to have that kind of that style that people perceive you as as too confident or too cocky. You want to have those moments where you can always improve on. Um, and I think that's a big thing of being a leader. You know, you're always willing to hear out other people's mistakes, but ultimately you're there to get better and you're there to get your team better. So. Yeah, 100%. It's like a level of arrogance. You don't want to kind of come off and perceive as this douchebag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we've all had those teammates. Um, you want me to get anything out of that or you? Yeah, I think kind of just going off of what Christian said, like when you have other people talk about or like talk highly of you, I think that kind of speaks to your own character. And instead of you speaking 
like highly about yourself when it comes from other people, you know, people outside of your team or, you know, your friends or your coaches and whatnot, they, um, they'll have more respect for that because it's other people talking about you and not yourself talking about you. hundred percent. I, you couldn't say that anything better. Um, and under the, underneath this, it says, uh, sweep the sheds, never be too big to do the small things that need to be done. Now I can relate that to us at practice. It's everybody picking up buckets, everybody picking up balls. Um, it's not saying freshman on it, all that. It's all like, it's the, it's the little things that matter because the little things is what you build the foundation off of. Um, so within this chapter, it's basically saying like how the senior captains and the senior leaders and the vets who've been on this team, this is a rugby team. The All Blacks is a New Zealand rugby team and they do the haka and all that good stuff. Um, and they have these veterans that basically understand their role and know where they are, yet they're never too big to do the little things, which is sweep the sheds, clean the cleats, sweep the locker room, like all this good stuff. So for me, this was a big pointer right here, just like to open my eyes and kind of look at it and be like, yeah, I'm a junior, but I shouldn't have to vocalize someone else to do something that I know needs to be done because if they see me do it, then they'll 10 times out of 10 probably do it once I'm gone. How do you feel about this quote right here? The challenge is to always improve, to always get better, even when you are the best, especially when you are the best. I think that's a very, very deep quote right there. It comes to these professional athletes like LeBron James. You know, he has a title of being one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time. And you see these situations, all these these social media posts about him being out there at 2 a.m. Everybody else is asleep, and he's still trying to be that. He's still trying to be better than who he is. Because right. at the end of the day, it's not him versus the other people. Mm-hmm. It's him versus himself. Yeah. And every day he strives to be better than himself. So I think that's a big thing for me uh, when I just heard that quote from him. No, so. yeah, that's, that's 100%. Remember, you got anything out of that? Yeah, when I heard that, I was literally thinking exactly what AJ said, where it's always like, you're trying to go against yourself yeah. all the time. It's not you versus other people. Mm-hmm. It's you versus yourself. Like every time, like every game, every practice, even like when you wake up in the morning, you're literally like, how can I get better today? Or how can I be better today than I was yesterday? So I think like, for example, I did read like the first five pages of this book just right. one day when I was sitting around. So I remember reading that quote and just like, they were, I think they had won a championship the year yeah, before yeah, yeah. or something like that. And then yeah. they were going into it again, again, like into another match. And I just think that, you know, that mentality of like, they are the best. They've won so many mm-hmm. of their sure. like matches all the time, but it's always like, how can we do it again and again and again? And the only way to do that is to try beat yourself, yeah. not beat other people. A hundred percent. I mean, you guys both use LeBron as a really good example and I would probably use LeBron too, but when I see this, I think of Kobe Bryant and just the Mamba mentality. Him and LeBron had a great, great camaraderie, great brotherhood. They both pretty much entitled, no, not entitled. They both adopted the same mindset of working hard and understanding that it's not me versus the other players. It's me versus me every day. And for me, when I read this quote, I kind of realized like we were kind of doing that last season and we weren't even thinking about it. Like during the season, we were still getting up seven 6 a.m. going to hit Dustin Pease. And everyone was like, you need sleep, you need sleep. In reality, it was like, look, I'd rather get my bad swings out now prior to the game so that when I go into the game, 
I have my game plan already set. I already know what my f- swing feels like. I don't need as many reps. I can d- dial it down a little bit, lock in, and it kind of it kind of tells you like if you do the hard stuff now, the game and everything down the road is gonna be so much easier. So when I read that, I was like, okay. Even though even if I'm not the best, like I still believe in myself. Like I'm telling myself, look, I'm the best on the field. How can I get better though? And that's the thing with this quote I really like about it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like I think it's important to note that that mentality you it's not like only winners have that mentality it's like they've those those guys have probably had that mentality since they started and that's why they got to where they are right now so i think it's important to realize that like even us last year we didn't win a championship or anything like that like we didn't win every single game or have like any accolades yeah like they're like what two for four like every single game you know so it was like i think we have to realize that in order to get to that level of like winning all the time you have to have that mindset from like the bottom yeah Yeah. for sure and kind of go for that you know having that mindset of being the best you have to also understand that there are going to be moments where you fail and i feel like those moments when you fail are going to be the best moments of your life because you're you're going to be able to learn from them you're going to be able to understand and then at the end process what happened and then improve on that like you said you were getting up 6 a.m 7 a.m with remy um and at the end they didn't see any they saw some bad swings yeah but all those bad swings that you had was when nobody was watching so you get all the bad stuff out of the way and then come game time everything's free everything yeah, yeah. Every, every, you're locked in mucho you know? flow mucho flow <laughs> um but that's a great point that you made remy so yeah i definitely agree with yeah. everything we talked about moving into my next question it's just a small quote, and I, I just wanted to see if you guys had anything because it says here, um, character triumphs over talent. Now, I don't know if you guys ever, I mean, I'm sure you heard this quote, but like hard work will beat talent nine times out of ten. And then people will obviously say, well, hard work will beat talent unless talent works hard. But I think this quote right here, character triumphs over talent kind of takes both those quotes and kind of says no how like no matter how talented a person is it doesn't matter unless their character doesn't match that so right. you can be i don't know who's a who's a good like really talented person yet they're not like the best person outside their sport shoot like I want to use Bryce Harper but Bryce Harper's a dog like he he's be, like yeah and he, I wouldn't say he has bad character I just think he's been perceived in a bad way in yeah. some in some situations but i think when you're talking about the two different quotes and how that quote kind of wraps it up you know in a better bow, light yeah. yeah that it's like character is more important than hard work like you can have a bad character and work super hard and be super talented mm-hmm. but will people really want to follow you or right. like you know would you want like do they want you as a leader if you don't have a good character yeah so yeah, that that's an important thing you just said. Like, um, an analogy that I always heard is um, you can work out, but at the end of the day, you want to outwork. So you you know you you have the talented player just working out doing his thing, but you know that person that wants to work harder is mm-hmm. going to be in there longer. He's going to be in there trying to be better than him. Yeah, and uh, that ties back to character. Exactly, sure. and building that character even under like when nobody's watching you. Yeah. It's going to pay off. People are going to see you change. Um, not even from just like your performance, 
but your mindset and how you you know go about things and then eventually over time um they're going to want to follow and then they'll see you as one of the leaders so exactly transitioning to uh, one of the next quotes that i thought was really nice was um basically what we've been talking about only by knowing yourself can you become an effective leader and i'll be the first to say right there i mean you have to that's like basically saying like you have to find yourself you have to love yourself before you can love someone else and all this other stuff and i feel like this is basically saying once you know who you are as a leader how you lead your character your attributes as a leader that's when you're the most effective and you're the most successful success <clears throat> almost english is hard second language language successful then you'll lead a team you know what i'm saying so uh, give me give me your takes on what the, what you think about that i think i fully agree with that statement because i don't feel like i fully know myself as a player and i know i'm not ready to become a leader yet on this team i got you and i feel like over the summer also, I play on the women's national baseball team. Yeah, you team. do. Yeah, yeah, do. yeah, she does. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Got to stick on my computer. Right. So, I feel she, like... That means she's really good. <laughs> <laughs> this summer... So, this is my second year on the team. Um, played in 2022 and then this past summer in 2023. And I feel like I was more comfortable coming into this summer. And I also wasn't the youngest person on the team this summer. So, to like my surprise... I had a couple girls that were younger than me and like, you know, would ask me some questions sometimes and it just felt like I wasn't like, how do I say it? What's the word for like being experienced? A, yeah, I was experienced, but I didn't feel like the odd man out in uh, some okay. situations. Okay. So it was kind of like, Elf it wasn't, yeah, yeah. It was like where I didn't know what was going on. So it was like, sometimes I'd be like explaining stuff to them be like, oh, this is what's going to happen. This is what like the steel, like the field looks like and stuff like that. Yeah. And I felt, it was like, oh. Like, this is what it feels like to slowly become like a leader. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. So um, I feel like I started to know myself more on that team. And I think, I mean, obviously it's only the fall here, but, you know, like I feel more comfortable like in practices and like receiving information from coaches and stuff like that. So I feel like I'm on the right path to that. But I would say like right now I'm still learning myself. So I do agree with that quote that you have to know yourself fully to yeah. be good, like to be a good leader. So I, my question for you, let's just like, we've probably stayed here for a while. Um, what don't you know about yourself yet? That's kind of like holding you back to becoming a leader because by far you're one of the hardest workers I know on this team. Um, and that goes from saying like you have probably pushed me more than I pushed you. Um, and AJ too. Like since he's like with his absence, you kind of like picked up the role to be that person to kind of like be there for me when I needed someone to kind of like do the crazy shit that I always do. And you kind of like never, you kind of like never told me no or like Christian chill out. So to me, you're a, are a leader in my eyes. So for you to kind of say, I just want to like understand what you mean by that. Yeah. I would, I guess like when I say I'm not a leader, I'm like, I'm not a vocal leader on the team. Like when it comes to, you know, like the practices, like I don't really say anything in the huddles because there's, you know, I feel like there are guys on the team that are for that at least for, you know, this fall, this year, or, like, right now. Yeah, they got, like, I just feel like, yeah, yeah, like, or it's just, like, you know, I feel like the team is, like, going to be more receptive to them. But, like, I do find myself, like, in some drills, I'll be, like, oh, hey, like, this way or this way might be, like, more helpful. Like, not, like, 
coaching anybody or anything yeah. like that but you know like just like little stuff but when i say like i don't think i don't view myself as leader like i don't really view myself as like a vocal leader gotcha. in terms of like just speaking out yeah. and i feel like that's just the f- part i'm missing in that aspect is knowing myself in a game situation with the team because i didn't play a lot last year and this is just the fall mm-hmm. so i don't have that game experience to back myself up in that aspect yeah if you know what i'm saying yeah like on the field is like whatever but like when it comes to like talking the credibility about, wise yeah like yeah, yeah. and then that. that's i always like i've always felt myself to have that i need to have that credibility in order for myself to even feel confident talking in front of people I got when you. it comes to that stuff so i got you you got anything to add to that AJ? boss man um so i'm kind of in a similar boat as you remy um but i would say i'm a little bit more vocal whether that's um you know picking somebody up or whether that's like just talking um but besides that when it comes to playing i'm i don't talk much um but for me i'm still learning a little bit about myself um like you said that credibility i feel like i have to build upon that especially from my absence uh last spring and there's a lot that i still need to make up for um and that relationship christian and i had our freshman year um it was picked up by remy so i appreciate that remy um, of course and we're all back together. we're all back together. i mean <laughs> and, and, and now we're all back together so <laughs> it's, like, it's like we haven't skipped a beat <laughs> exactly we're picked up where we left off exactly um but you know personally i feel like if i were to be a leader it would be a little bit harder on me because um with situations that I had in the past with my grades, um, you know, I don't want to seem like a reliability uh, in other people's eyes. Like, I don't want to have to have that situation where people always have to ask me if my grades are, are okay. Um, but say I get that all sorted out. Um, I want to be that kind of guy that pushes other people to be great, uh, push them past their limits. And I feel like that's something that I am able to do with you too. Yeah, um, especially like now being back because when I was away, I I didn't really have anybody to push but myself, and even then it was super hard because I didn't really know where what I was doing. Um, but now I have four other people, um, you, Christian, Sebastian, and even myself. Like when I feel like I'm being pushed even past my limits, I know I'm doing it for the right reason. Because at the end of the day, although my body may be hurting where I take some bad swings at the end of the day, I know like it was for you guys and it was for God. Um, so right now I'm just playing for all the people that I went down. So yeah, there you go. Just building it back up slowly. Exactly. That's why like you feel yeah. like you're ready to be a leader, but you just have to build it back up to yeah. where you, other We're, people will see that. Too. And I don't, I don't want to be that kind of guy that goes too fast. That just like yeah. my first day back, I start telling people what to do yeah. and what they're doing wrong. Like yeah. I'm pretty laid back when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, but I feel like over time when it comes to like certain situations and stuff like that, and I build up that credibility and that relationship with my teammates, um, cause the freshmen don't know, they didn't know me. They didn't know right. I wasn't here last year. So they still see me as a junior who's been here playing for three years. Right. Um, and to them, I'm kind of like a leader to them. Like a few of them always ask me to do things with them, which is, uh, it's kind of interesting cause usually I'm the one asking, mm-hmm. um, but understanding like I could be a leader to them is something that kind of makes me feel a bit better about myself. 
Yeah. It makes me feel a bit more confident knowing that's, that I have people. Yeah. So. That's exactly what it is. It's like when other people start talking to you, like you're a leader in their eyes, that's yeah. when you kind of realize you're like, oh, shit, yeah. I got to pick it yeah. up. Or like, oh, this is what they view me as. So I kind of you know, might as well act like it, you know, or something like yeah. that. Right. If you act like it, you got to think like it. And then it just, I mean, like, then you become it. So that's kind of like all those things have to work together in order for you to actually be a leader. You have to think you are a leader. Other people have to view you as a leader and you have to act like one. Cause I feel like I'm not a shy person. Everybody knows that I'm a very, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. a very outgoing. <laughs> I, I couldn't care less what people thought about me. Um, but when it comes to baseball, there's that certain situation, those certain moments where I don't want to be judged. Right. I don't want to be perceived as that cocky guy that walks around with the big, Hoo-ha. Yeah, hoo-ha <laughs> on the field, um, especially if I haven't built that credibility yeah. um, and that that humble mentality that I you know strive to have. Although, like Christian said, it's kind of hard to keep that emotions inside of me, especially when you know, um, like that moment comes where you just feel so good and you're on a streak and you feel like nothing can get past you. Right. You want to kind of let it out. Yeah. Um, but you got to remember who you are as a person. Um, your role, uh, being, you know, I know my role on this team. Uh, I don't know if Remy's found hers yet. I don't know. She probably has. I know, I know you know what your role is, but you know, there's always room for improvement. Um, and why not have that leader mentality, try to build that connection and those relationships and strive to make people better as we do. Right. I think you guys hit everything nail right on the head with the whole leadership aspects. And I feel like once you find yourself, then it's how can I improve others around me? How can I make them grow? So it's 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 more so internal, in a sense of when once you like understand what makes you click as a player, then it's how can I understand my teammates and what makes them click each and indiv- like each and every one individual person, like knowing some people might have different tendencies than others. How you communicate with one person might be different than how you communicate with another. All of those happen once once you figure out how you can talk to yourself and it's like you guys said you have to find yourself as a person as a player and then be able to be like okay i have enough confidence in myself enough credibility that i believe like i can lead and it, i feel like it just happens naturally like there's obviously like natural leaders who are just born with the fact that they can get a people in a room amped up and ready to go yeah. and run through a brick wall and then there's other people who are like really laid back and they listen and then when they need to, they're very vocal and active. Yeah. And that's the yeah. thing with me. Like I'm trying to figure out if I'm a vocal leader or if I'm a more action-based leader. And I feel like if I'm in between both of those, then we're, we'll kind of be in like a good boat. But throughout sophomore year, I felt like I had to be this vocal guy. And that just wasn't me at all. Yeah. Um, and now this year during the fall, I feel like the more action-based vocal vo- vocality of me is like – in between the middle so yeah you found a good balance like the balance between yeah. the two yeah and i feel like a big thing right there is people know your work ethic they know it's the hardest working on the team you you guys have the hardest working uh ethic on the team and i feel like that's one big reason why people look up to you guys so much uh because they understand that although they may not be putting in as much work right that if they know one person it's going to be you too yeah. um and another thing you said was understanding the people that you're talking to like how you talk to that person because there are certain people that the way you talk to them has to be a little bit more um 
like laid back. You, mm-hmm. you know, you can't really yell at them. Right. But then there's, there's other people. Yeah, and then there's those people like us. You know, we can scream at each other. We can, but we know. Like what, it's all love. It's not yeah. like we're trying to be douchebags to each other or dickheads. Yeah. Like it's get your head out your butt, bro. Exactly. You know, like we we all understand how to talk to each other. Um, and I feel like that's a big thing uh, as a leader. So I feel like that's one thing that we all have. Um, we all know how to talk to certain teammates on this team, whether that's, you know, a little bit more affirmative or a little bit more laid back. Fact. You know, we all know what to do. Fact. So. Yeah. And also, like, when Christian, I can't remember, you mentioned it at some point, but just kind of, like, knowing who you are, if you're more of, like, a laid back person or if you're, like, really vocal. And then, AJ, you mentioned it at some point. It was, like, you know, like, when you're on the field and you're just, like, tearing it up and then you want to just, like, be, like this raw raw type of energy i feel like it's so funny when i watch you two and even like sebastian like our personalities on the field sometimes are so different and like who we are well even that but like y'all in like in person you you guys are so outgoing mm-hmm. and i'm like that to a, a certain extent because like in actuality i feel like i'm very like laid back until you get to know me but yeah, like, like you're more like um, when i first meet people or like when i'm on the team or just on the field like i'm very chill and that's like how I kind of like to play and practice just like really chill. Otherwise, like, you know, I don't want to get like antsy or anything like yeah. that. So like when it comes to like leading, quote unquote leading, like when I was in high school, I was chill like all four years. And then my senior year, I was like, I was like one of the captains because seniors were captains and we only had like five, five seniors. So like we were all captains. Yeah. And that's when, you know, I had to like step up a little bit more vocally and I just did it in my own way, though. Like, I was still very, like, chill. And I feel like that's because I just played. And when it came to, like, you know, like, on the field, like, talking about, like, oh, I need you to do this or, like, talking about, like, their mistakes or anything like that, it was more, like, of leading by example. And I feel like no matter what I do, the type of leader I am, it will always kind of be, like, by example or there's, like, on the field by example or just work ethic by example. So, like, when I work super, super hard, if people want to follow me because of that, great. But like the way I feel like people would follow me or view me as a leader is always going to be by my work ethic first, especially because like, you know, I'm a female in a male sport. Like the only, like the first thing you're going to like view me as is a female. Right. So in that aspect, I know like I always have to work hard. Like, cause the one thing I always have behind me is how hard I'm willing to work for what I want to do. So that's why like, what I think about myself, like if I'm going to view myself as a leader, it's always going to be like I lead by example hard work with my work ethic. Yeah, 100%. And kind of go for that. You know, there's different type of leaders and exactly. like leadership styles. Yeah. Um, you know, you can you can be a leader in baseball, but I think it's more important to be a leader outside of baseball. Like with you, Remy, you're very good at academics. Yeah. And you lead us. And you to be push like us academic weapons. to be those those <laughs> yes. those kind of people that tackle that. Let it be that known homework. that I will always be doing homework, always. and I will she, always be no asking where. them if they do their homework. She <laughs> will always have a four because she is her. But like that's the thing I'm talking about right there. Like certain people may not think that they're leaders, but in reality, people look up to them. People look up to them, whether that's, that's for baseball life or academics it's just like how you carry yourself exactly what you view important like people the way you carry yourself outside of your sport shows your character and how much respect that they're gonna have for you 
And people, I mean, obviously, respect is earned. It's not given. And that's the thing. Like, you guys don't have to respect me. But at the end of the day, like, all the stuff we went through, you've earned our respect. Like, I feel like yeah. I've earned it. Like, I don't need to tell you, like, I need your respect. I need this. I need that. Because right. that doesn't make yeah. a leader. That just makes an, that just makes a boss. Yeah, you don't want to have to yeah. ask people for, uh, you know, that, that source of confidence that you want to feed off of. We had this meeting. We had that meeting. It kinda, yeah, it ties, it, like, ties into the ego. Yeah, you don't want to have to, you know, you, do, you say you did something good. Uh, you got a base hit, and then you're t- telling people, "Yo, guys, I just got that base hit. Did you like that?" Like having to <laughs> feed off, like feed your ego, right? Like put that, put shit it aside. aside. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, do you know who you are? Like, you have to understand who you are as a person and who your teammates are. They're not looking for somebody that tries to boost them, like boast themselves. They want somebody that's willing to do things for the team, and you know those those compliments will come. Yeah, but they don't want that person that tries to get it from them, like push, like pull it out of them. Yeah, so that's a big thing. And I feel like that ties into the next quote that I'm about to read. And I just want to give you guys a rundown because um, I'm sure you all know what humility means, but I'm gonna just read what the dictionary says. It's a modest or low view of one's own importance, and that goes right hand in hand with what you just said about instead of having to boost your ego by looking for others' compliments and all this good stuff, you realize like, look, I just hit a game tying triple. I don't care. It's your job now. It's exactly. putting my accomplishments and everything that I do in the back of my pocket and being like, look, yeah, it's cool, but I did that for us as a team. So and how, say, say somebody hits you in. Yeah, and, and then the job's done. Exactly. Like, I did my job. You did your job. Now we're up one. It's exactly. a collective effort. It's your job to get on base. Any way, anyway. shape, or form. Exactly, and that's the individual accomplishments that baseball holds. Mm-hmm. Like, but then in a situation where there's a runner on first and second, yeah, there's that individual accomplishment, but you also have to understand like those team, like there's team accomplishments too. Like you want to move those runners over and you obviously want to be on base, but at exactly. the same time, it's like, yeah, put your ego aside. Yeah. When the notification, get the, job done. the notification comes, it's not going to say Christian Reyna won the baseball game or AJ Haynes won the baseball game. It's going to be hood college won um, the game. Yes. Yes. And, and then Chris Arena. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Basically, it's just the, one of the one of the sentences I highlight is basically saying, "It was about doing the basics right, taking care of the details. It was about humility." And so, if we were to tie that into our team uh, perspective, I would say, base running, on and off the field, picking each other up, is the foundation for how we play. Yeah, and I would say like. A good example, like sending signs in from the base paths because you want, yeah. you know, your guy in, in the on or in the batter's box to know what pitch is coming or right. like stuff like that. Or when I think you're going to say like when the on deck batter has to like say like get down when a runner is coming in to score, like that's all the little stuff that like we as baseball players know. And it's just like little things like that is what makes it in my eyes more and more of a team sport. And it really just hammers in the fact that like you're on base, you don't really, I mean, yeah, you can know, like, what pitch is coming to, like, maybe, like, steal, mm-hmm. but if, bro, I'm on second base, I'm slow, like, I'm not going <laughs> to steal third, but me giving it, like, a hand signal, and so my batter knows, like, if a curveball is coming or not, Yeah. to get a base hit, and, yeah. to, like, to score me, like, that's just, 
it's like the little things. Yeah. Like, it's like the small, like the finest, finest details within the game. Like you have to just like pick up on. Yeah, dude, that that was awesome, Remy. Um, you know, we practice all these big things and and practices and stuff like that, but understanding that the little things are what make us even better. Um, you know, we can practice these diving plays and stuff like that, and say you make those. But how often are you actually going to get one of those diving diving plays? Like you're going to get a ground ball right to you. But nine you, times out of ten. Nine times out of ten. But if you boot that, that's the little thing. Yeah. You I, need to practice the little things before you can even think of the big things. Right. So like cleaning up after practice, making sure everything's put away. Like those are the little things that make a baseball team better than another team. Yeah. Because you can have that team that has, is so much more skilled, but if they're sloppy. And they don't care about what how they, they look or yeah. how they yeah. come into the field. Like then, it just looks as if they're just – like they're just waking up and coming to play. Yeah. Yeah, that's we, And it's not we, even like it's like when you read that quote about the leaders were like sweeping the sheds the sheds after after I think it was after like their big dinner or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But it's just like even like that would be the same thing as like us like cleaning the dishes after we make dinner or something like that. But it's just like or cleaning the field after practice. It's like things like that I just feel like that makes your team so like together and stuff like that because like in high school like we have a turf field now in mm-hmm. college but Ooh. you know in high school we had dirt you know dirt field and there'd be times we'd have like 7 a.m uh tarp like tarp in the field and that, like that was just like it was cold rainy people had boots on it was muddy <laughs> but yeah. it's just like things like that like bro then we go to school and like be laughing about it at lunch and that was just like it just makes the team culture so much better. Yeah. So it's like, okay, us at Hood College, like we have a turf field. Okay, like we're not ever gonna do tarp, but like doing like the beads, the or stuff, yeah, or like, you know, like taking taking down PP like BP setup. It's just like, if you do that stuff as a team, it gets so much easier to just be a better or just have a better team culture. And then like when it comes to like relaying signals from the like from the base path or something like that, like that only happens when you have like a good knit or well knit tight knit team. And it's like, we did that. We had that happen at the USA, like over the summer. Yeah. Like we didn't do that. Um, we didn't do that in 2022, but we did it in 2023 cause we had all played together already. And you guys Most of had. us. Yeah. And it was just like, the team was just like the vibe on the team was so much more fun in my opinion this past summer than it was before. For sure. And I just feel like that's cause you know, we talked to each other more. We were like laughing with each other more. There was more of us that were like, I don't know, like did stuff outside of like the baseball field. And I just feel like if you have a better team culture, stuff in the game becomes a lot easier to do. I agree. I agree. I feel like the memories you build kind of goes back to the team camaraderie and it becomes more of a flow. It becomes more of a dance. It's like you if I'm gonna use an example, it's like a te- like a row team, like a team rowing. You just everybody's moving fastest one collective unit. Um, and and to kind of like wrap this part of what we're talking about up is basically saying character is the backbone of your winning team. If you have a strong backbone, you basically have a strong foundation to build up. So when adversity hits or setbacks come, you rely on the backbone of your team, which is the character, your culture your team camaraderie, all that stuff. That's what holds you together. That's your super glue. Yeah, kind of go for that too. Um, back to kind of like the small things. Uh, a big thing that we were taught in high school was, you know, you wake up, the first thing you do is make your bed. Um, 
and how whether you make your bed or not that determines how your day is going to be yeah um and that kind of goes if you were to put that in baseball perspectives um like picking up balls or um get like i don't know like raking the field those are things that you just don't want to do like you don't want to have to make your bed every morning like right you'd rather do other things you'd rather just sit in bed you know shower brush your teeth go yeah go eat (laughs) exactly something other than but how do you good do you feel when you come back and you're like the oh, bed's that made. bed is made. Exactly. Right. Or when good. all those balls are picked up and you're hitting more balls. You Facts. see, you look you look down the cage, there's no balls there. It, it's just like that feeling of satisfaction knowing that you completed such a small task. Yeah. But ultimately, that task is what's going to make you better and stronger every day. Facts. So. And that's why it feels so much better when you do it as a team. Exactly. Because it's like you guys... Ding, yeah. ding, ding. Got <laughs> yeah, together. we did it together. <laughs> together. That's the word. And I'm even... The next quote that I'm about to read ties into what Remy just said. Because the question is usually not how well each person performs, but how well they work together. So it's basically how you just said, you do it as a team. Not one person does it, and the other people watch. And basically, it's to focus on getting the culture right, and the results will follow. So that's basically saying how I interpret it is building the importance now which is the culture, the team camaraderie, brotherhood, sisterhood, in the fall. So that when we face schools that are going to kick our ass, it's like, okay, look, we got slapped in the face. So what? Now, how can we bounce back from that? We face that adversity. Yeah. And we're already, you know, that, that culture we already have. Yeah. It's so strong that at the end of the day, no matter what happens in that game, we feel good. Um, whether the result is something that we were looking for or not, at the end of the day, we're all a family, and nothing, <coughs> bless you, um, and nothing can Thank you. nothing can break us apart because yeah. it's so strong. So. And like you're not questioning in the spring, like you got beat, and it feels like you're not a team at all. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you're in the middle of the season, and it's like, bro, you can't be questioning your team bondingness. Now, the yeah, season. in the middle of the season, like when, bro, it's April. Yeah. What are, what are, what are we doing? Hundred percent. Um, I just have a couple more for y'all, and then we should be good. But action without vision is a nightmare. Actions without vision is a nightmare. There, uh, everybody, if you're wondering what the smacking is going on, they're doing oh. ASMR chew challenge with the yeah. high chews. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first thing I heard about that is, you know, not backing up your words with your actions is, I hate to say it, but Dylan Brooks basketball player that's very true i am from memphis and uh he did some bad things he he talks a lot of he's that kind of guy that is so into i i see what you're saying but i feel i feel it's not it's not um talking and not doing it's doing but doing it recklessly doing it carelessly action without vision so you're just training to train but you have no goal of where you're going to go with this training you're just beating your body and you're not you don't understand like what you're doing is actually detrimental to your growth as a player and as a person instead of actually doing what you need to do and building yourself to be where you want to be. That's what I feel like this goes talking about. So are we talking more of the aspect of going out of your way to do things or say like team lifts, we have team lifts, um, and people are it's mandatory. Are yeah. we talking in that sense or people going out of their way to do things that you know I think it's 
going to the gym, not stretching, going straight under the bar, squatting, doing these workouts with no actual thought, no vision, no time taken to understand, like, what am I actually trying to do in the gym? What am I actually trying to do in the cage? What am I actually trying? It's careless yeah, reps. Just going through the motion. Motion, yeah. It's just careless, mindless actions that actually have no vision. Um, I can use this as a great example right here. For all the shortstops on the team, AJ, Austin Rue, Harrison, Jacob Saylor, Alex Jenkins, Remy, everybody who comes to shortstop. We watch, we watch, and I'm not trying to like call them out, badmouth them, because we, we all work hard. But you can tell who's taking more reps mentally because you see them shadowing the other person who's already up going. And I feel like for me, it, that's an action with a vision because you're, you're, doing the, you're doing the action. You're doing your footwork. You're preparing for the ball to come to you. And the vision is you seeing the ball in your glove and throwing it the first even though you're not the person up. So what this is saying is the action without the vision is a nightmare. So, in the cage, cage bomb, pop fly, which in reality is a pop fly. Cage bomb, 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 cage bomb. Oh, I feel good. Hulk smash. I'm the best guy ever since sliced bread. And then you go into the field, on field VP, and it's like pop fly, pop fly, pop fly, foul ball, foul ball. Canicorn. Canicorn, exactly. So, for me, I feel like this statement is 100% true. And the more I ponder about it, the more it resonates in my mind. It's like... I have to be very intentful with everything I do because at the end of the day, if I don't, I'm going to lay in my bed at night and be like, did I really get better? Yeah. I think when you said you're talking about like uh, ground ball shadowing, I think that's a good visual representation of what that quote's talking about. Because like in, that's just like what you're doing when you're shadowing uh, the guy that's up in front of you. It's just like, that's visually what it, the mindset looks like. You're very like thoughtful and careful of your actions and what you're trying to accomplish. So that way, when you get up, your mindset, that's the exact same mindset, but you're actually just taking ground ball. Right. So I think I understand what that quote's saying. Like, instead of just going through the actions, you actually need to, or yeah, just going through the motions, you actually need to think about what you're doing and be like, oh, or just like, for example, like, this is going to be like a ground ball in the game. So I need to like put 100% of my mental effort into it as well as my physical effort. Yeah, kind of go for that. Uh, baseball is more mental than physical. Um, when it comes to ground balls, like we've been talking about, uh, we do drills, we do forehand, backhand, slow rollers right at us and say that we got a forehand ground ball. And before the ball's even hit, we already know where it's coming because he's already said it. We already expect it. Yeah. So why, if we're going to cheat it, that's what most people end up trying to do, cheat it so they can get that best angle. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that kind of goes off of what we've been talking about. Like you're not visualizing it you've already you're expecting it you're expecting that you already know the ball's coming there yeah so and you're cheating before the ball's even hit so why not just wait until the ball's hit like a game read get the ball and throw it instead of having a careless rep exactly yeah you want to you want to get that rep you want it to be the best rep whether you boot it or not at the end of the day if you boot the ball and you're not cheating i feel like that's more of a better outcome than is than having to cheat because you don't know if you're gonna feel the ball if the ball is hit same spot. Yeah. So I feel like that's more of like a mental thing that you need to work, work uh, that we just need to like work on. Right. Yeah. So. And I do want to put out, Coach Soto is the first to say this quote. I literally was exactly 
so, my thoughts, so bro. When so. you said that, I was like, last year he would say the same things when we were doing everydays. Yeah. He's like, don't take mindless reps. Yeah. Don't take mindless reps because it's so easy to just get to just be yeah, in that like position. On, you're just, on your knees. And you're just like the, like the ball's gonna. Get, it's like the perfect short hop every time. You yeah. could literally close your eyes and maybe half the time you're gonna catch it. So like just doing it, it's just like, it's like second nature, which it should be. Yeah. But you should also be focusing on it every, every single, single time. time. Exactly. And I mean, practice so you can't get it wrong. Do it so you'll always get it right. So that's basically tying back to the little things every day. Is doing the small details, the little things that we shouldn't think that we're too big for because of our role, our... How long we've been playing. Exactly. All of these factors that come into our... that come into play when we're talking about us as athletes, like the basics and the fundamentals is pretty much the backbone, just how our character, when we're trying to understand ourselves as players. And you kind of, this is probably like one of the big things. It's humility at the core of their, is at the core of their teaching. So in the book, basically... The All Blacks, humility with ever lesson they're talking about, humility is always in, is always the backbone because of the fact that they know that their role is something much greater than them. So, sweep the sheds. Right. And it says, the players are taught never to get too big to do the small things that need to be done. And I feel like for us infielders, that'd be every day's so, uh, sweeping the, the beads back onto the base paths and just doing the mindless things like you said, not doing the non-mindless things and paying attention to the small details because that's what helps us win games. That's what helps us build a team. Yeah, that was perfect. Um, Before you could even do the big things, everything starts from the bottom. You know, you're not going to be able to field a ground ball. You have some kid that's never touched a baseball, never seen a baseball. And he'll field it. You just throw the ball, you throw him out there. He's going to field the ball, but is he going to do it right? Like we, we work on foot, like all of us, all the infielders work on footwork, uh, hands, transfers, transfers, the biggest, um, throws, right. follow through. Right. But you can, you can have some kid out there just fielding the ball and throwing. It's not going to look good at all. Yeah. But like he'll do the job. He'll do the job. But you got to understand like the small things It w- is what makes the baseball so important. Um, so, like you said, every day is we don't want to do them, but we do them anyway because we want to be better. Yeah. So. And I feel like it's the attitude because you kind of, if you look at every day and you kind of have this bad, negative way, like, oh my God, I'm like, it's the same stuff we do every day. Like, let's, let's spice it up. Like, that's like the negative attitude where you can be like, every day is, all right, let's do it. Bang, 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 yeah, bang. Just bang. get it done out. I of mean, the it's way. like, for me, I like them because it's like a yeah, warm like, up. I, I love Like, every if I don't do every days, I feel like. There's something's uh, 50, gonna happen. Yeah, 50% chance I'm probably gonna boot the ball like, 100% every time. So, like, it's, it's like a mental refresh for me. And what was I gonna say? Because I had something, I said something I want to say about like every day's. It's the repetition. The repetition is what makes baseball easy. Because nine times out of 10, you're gonna get a ground ball right at you, you're gonna get a pop fly right at you. But it's how you s- prepare yourself to make that play. Nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, and to basically wrap it up, um, the book kind of has this little funny quote. It says, "The sweet potato doesn't need to say it's sweet because it knows how sweet it is." That goes back to the ego thing. Right? That goes back to the ego thing, the humility, and to never be too big to do the small things that need to be done. Know your role too. 
and sweep the sheds. Because, yep. like, everybody on the team has a role. Uh, most people know what their role is, whether that's um, a utility guy, uh, someone that's probably going to play a little bit more. But you don't want to dwell on those moments that you're not playing. You want to you want to use those moments as ways like how can you get better and learn and learn yeah. from people that are out there because the people that are out there obviously are out there because they worked harder than you right or in the, the experience let alone the exactly. hard working like they have been in those moments and they know what the pressure is like the environment's exactly. like so why put a young pup out there exactly and watch him suffer and crumble under pressure when you can have the old bull exactly take the freaking arrows and come yeah. back in the dugout and be like look I got y'all. Exactly. You take take in what we want for the team. Um, you know, you make an error and you're an older guy. Uh, you know, go to the younger guy and be like, you know, for, you know, what I did wrong was this. You let him know so he doesn't make that mistake when he goes out on that field. Um, and that's a leader right there to me. You know, just an upperclassman or even anybody. Like, I could be a, say I was a freshman, you know, your junior right here. Uh, I boot the ball. I come over to you. I'm like, hey, so what did I do wrong there? Like, that's, that's what a leader is. Like, someone that's not afraid to ask questions, but they're also willing to be a little bit uncomfortable and go up to somebody that's a little bit older than them. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, a good making of a leader. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they understand, like, they need to get better, and they have to, like, ask the question of what do I need to do to improve? And then the leader, obviously, would have – I hope – the leader would have the response of something more encouraging, something more uplifting and not really try to tear them down because I mean, we experienced that. That's like a whole another story for a whole nother episode. But mainly what like this episode really is just to understand like how important it is for your character to show as a leader and what it, what it shows to other people on your team, your coaches, the fans, and how you carry yourself off the field too. Just like what you said, you know, when it comes to that leader, don't ask him, why are you doing this? Ask him like, what are you doing to get to this point? So for me, um, are you saying like, don't ask? I feel, I feel like you, I know what you're trying to say, but I think you flipped the words. I think I, I think I did. Like, what are you doing? And it should be, why are you doing yeah, this? Yeah, that's what? exactly yeah. what I meant right there. <laughs> I got you. Um, Cause the leader knows what he's doing. Um, like he's been in uncomfortable situations probably more than you have, especially at a, in a college level. Um, so especially learning from what he's been through is a great step into become a better uh, baseball player and a better person. So you can then eventually, when that guy's gone, you you retain all that information that you were taught and you can spread it down and it's just like a family tree. All right, Hustle listeners. So that's pretty much chapter one, character and that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Thank you for having Remy and AJ here on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank I you really so enjoyed much. my time. Of course. And I feel like this podcast, it just kind of shows light to the things and topics we don't necessarily understand. And it kind of helps us talk about them and elaborate on them and kind of ask ourselves the deeper questions to kind of know who we are as a player, know who we are as a person, and at the end of the day, become a leader and better people in society. So I appreciate you guys listening, and stay tuned for Chapter 2. See ya. Well, there it is. Another way for your mindset to grow. Try to apply it in your daily life 
and see how you feel. And just remember that the process is better than the destination. Uh,